Charles T, no shade, uh, Tony L and J, what type of tea they serving? Is it lifted? Probably the type that Kermit be sipping. Take your mouth and start to clicking. This dope trio delivering substance with subjects that's busting. Uh, make you want to join a discussion. Real people, real topics with a little bit of gossip. Out in the Bay, ripping 8-1 trade, uh, it's all tea, no shade. All tea, no shade. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What up? Welcome to All Tea No Shade Podcast, where we are serving tea without the shade. Like we always do. So pull up a seat and let's start sipping. Sip, sip. Sip, sip. Let's get it. All right. We don't have any sponsors today, but if you are interested, we are running a holiday special. So hit us up at Podcast at gmail.com if you want to be sponsored on our podcast. All right, guys. What you sipping? <laughs> I got me a nice, cool, refreshing glass of water here. <laughs> whack, whack. Um, I'm stepping on my normal this morning, on my Sunday morning. I got my Dunkin' Donuts caramel iced coffee, some cream and sugar in there. Yeah, what you sipping on? I have some ginger tea, mm. Tazo. Some ginger tea. I think next week I'm going to be sipping on some hard stuff. Okay. I know, we haven't been drinking. No. We're all sober. We're sobered up. Let's it's because it's 8 o'clock in the morning. 8 o'clock in the morning. That's how we <laughs> but do But you know what? The earlier, the better. I'm not a quitter. No. We're not quitters. <laughs> I'm going to have me a We're committed to time. sipping. That's right. Next week. Some Let me get a drink right now, damn it. <laughs> We're going to get it. Sippers, I'll- what are you sipping on? <laughs> yeah, what are you sipping on? What are you sipping on? I do listen to this. Hey, episode. go ahead and give me a little chink, chink, chink. Click, click. Mm. <laughs> all right, guys. How's your week been? Oh, my week was pretty good, um, as usual. Uh, I just kind of want to touch on a couple of things. Well, not a couple of things, but it was interesting week dealing with politics, you mm. know, dealing with Trump and um, his uh, present as well as previous staff. Yeah. And seeing what's it's going crazy. on with Cohen and all of them. So I'm just watching this, you know. It's the craziest thing, man. I think this has to be the most corrupt uh, administration. administration that I've ever seen in my yes. 37 years. I like years. literally never thought that anybody could be worse than George Bush. I didn't think mm. so either. And now I'm like, George Bush Jr. was a blessing. <laughs> I will take him. You know, he was actually way better. Like seriously? Than I really thought he was. Trump has been the best thing for Bush's legacy because he, before this, has been was known for being like terrible. Yeah. But anyone absolutely. in comparison to Trump just looks amazing. So like... Bush Jr. is kind of sitting pretty, which is funny because did you see during the funeral where he kind of gave the little candy to Michelle Obama? I know. It was like very like strict and stern when he like shook his hand, shook hands with Trump and Melina. Mm -hmm. And then as soon as like he came like a black man when he hit like Mm -hmm. uh, Barack and then he (laughs) gave candy to um, his sweetie, Mabu, Michelle. And they were joking and laughing. And you could tell distinctly who he had a relationship with and who he respected and who he didn't. So I think it's interesting that like even even Bush don't like Trump, like, <laughs> and I think that goes to show that it, you really shouldn't allow your views of politics to change how you feel about people, right? Because they, President Obama, Michelle Obama, are the exact opposite beliefs, right. political beliefs of George Bush, but you can mm-hmm. tell that they have a genuine friendship and relationship mm-hmm. outside of that. And I think that's important in today's climate. You know, I do. I actually went to this um, conference for my job, and they were actually talking about politics, and they were talking about how this is the first time in a very long time where people are at the opposite ends of spectrum. So prior to, you know, 
the last few years, mm -hmm. most people were in the middle. You mm -hmm. were either Republican yeah. or Democratic, but you were in the middle. You weren't so liberal, liberal or so conservative. And recently, everyone has been going to the polar opposites. And so that's why the Senate and the you know Congress in general hasn't been very effective because mm -hmm. when you have people on polar opposites, it's very hard to come to compromise. Mm -hmm. Nobody want to give. Yes, yeah. nobody wants to give. And so it, we did much better back in the day. Even when like Clinton, there were people, most people were in the middle. They were moderate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you, to ask you guys real quick, do you like or are you paying attention to Trump's politics or are you paying attention to Trump as the person? Because that's the big turnoff for a Neither. lot of people. Because, but at the Neither. same, but we have to pay attention to his politics because the politics are what affect us as people in America. I don't, I'm not paying. I'm not paying attention to his politics because I don't feel like he's doing any kind of politics. Like he, the people that are doing things are the House and the Senate. Mm -hmm. They are passing things. Trump is basically doing executive orders. He, mm -hmm. What has he really done? Yeah, but the executive orders have been huge. I mean, the executive yeah. order where he was stopping, he was pretty much breaking up families mm -hmm. and sending people back. Mm -hmm. that, I mean, that was an executive order. And that, people don't realize how big of a, like, peop, there are still children, there are still families who are not connected with each oh, other. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's crazy. Like, it's so, it's because we're not affected. In, like, it's not within our circle. I think it's easy to forget. But that was an atrocious moment for mm -hmm. U.S. history. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I've just turned, I've tuned out politics for the last few years because um, for me, it's like depressing, it's negative, so I just, thank you. So, you look uh, cute. Thank you. I try. Oh, I like this little <laughs> beanie. This little necklace. You got a big ass head. Ain't no little beanie. Hey, I do got a he's big stretching ass. that shit. Jay out here trying to show out y'all. So, y'all know he's single. I am single. T, so have you been paying attention to the politics or Trump? Um, it's hard to look past him, uh, this character of a person, to look at his politics, but I'm still giving him a chance, and I have to. We, I, here's my opinion. I have to in this way because what he does affect all of us as Americans. So I'm looking at his part, hopefully, that he can succeed in certain areas to help America out. As a person, in particular, I do not care for him at all. You know, yeah, from, from his, his character, his lies, and sometimes, you know, the old saying, it takes one to know one. I know how I used to be and certain things that he's doing right now. I guess we can see right through mm -hmm. a lot of his facade. But um, again, the success of his success is for us as Americans. So hopefully in many, many ways he can succeed to help us out as Americans. So we'll see. So you want to, how was your week? Al? How was your week? Al? TJ, say character. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Say it, say it. Character. A <laughs> little Baltimore accent be killing me off. <laughs> be more accent. He'd be coming out of nowhere. He'd be talking so proper that all of a sudden, character. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my week was really great. I actually just came back from vacation. Um, I went to Art Basel in Miami. What's that? Yeah, uh, is it Basel or Basel? Basel. Oh, okay. okay yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, it okay. is a big art festival that they have artists from all over um, display, and so they have a conference, not a convention center mm -hmm. with all the art, but then also at night, a lot of the hotels do exhibitions, a lot of the uh, restaurants mm -hmm. do exhibitions, and so it was beautiful. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. I just went with my girlfriend, Mo Sherry's. I saw um, the pictures. Y'all look, look nice. Yeah, it was fun. And then everybody, like, you know, I'm like a weirdo mm -hmm. when it comes to dressing. 
You looking good. You looking good. Though. I must say, I saw the picture. I was like, oh, look at doing the damn Thank thing. Thank you. I got to be like my authentic, funky self without yeah. anybody looking at me like I was crazy. Because yeah. <laughs> everybody's like, every, when I wear clothes, like yesterday I was wearing neon green. <laughs> neon green. A neon green tracksuit. Oh, yeah? And I was walking down St. Pete, and this man gonna go, girl, you loud as hell. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. The bright like, colors. Just let me be great, y'all. So, <laughs> Miami, you could do it all. Yeah. And nobody looks at you crazy. So, it's You perfect. had a choker on, too? I do like a choker. Mm. Yeah, she's looking, she looking good. That's Girl, I'm getting the pictures like right now on her Facebook page. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad you had a good weekend in yeah. Miami. I did. I will, I, let me say this real quick. She looks very sultry, is I think the best word for you in this picture. I right look here. very drunk. She's <laughs> probably more accurate. Yeah, I think that's. <laughs> so, my week has been. Um, been good. I am in holiday vacation mode. Um, I've had a great week. Also, because my sales have been good for the first week hey. and a half right, of my all book. Right. Congrats no to you, man. So yes. Thank you. Thank you. Which you can find on Amazon.com. Which you can find on Amazon.com. Amazon. So, uh, <laughs> last Saturday, my book, Noesis, reached number 17 on Amazon. Ooh, that's Hot good, new man. releases in my category, which is self help spiritual. Okay. I'm de- I have a dilemma. Okay. I want a signed copy, but I'm over signed, like hard copy books mm-hmm. so i want to get a kindle you can't sign a kindle version but you can't sign the kindle version so i feel so torn because i'm like i've decided to give up all hard facts because i just don't i just don't carry them with me my kindle i carry with me everywhere so i can read it every all the time well mm-hmm. you just buy the can you book do an audible <gasps> and then you get this seven dollar kindle audible i'm working on that one so. oh my god but yeah i'm down for that so, yeah, so we'll see. We'll see. I'm working on some things, but the book's been good. Reviews have been very good so far. I've had three people tell me they've cried reading the book. Um, so that means that it's touching souls. Is it your mama who cried? No, no. Three different, three different people. You know what? Not related I, to me. I'd like to have the opportunity <laughs> to do something, okay, on our show. Oh, my God. To the first pe- three people that write us and state, just on your email, state, obey your free copy of of noesis i will give the first three people a free copy of his book signed okay signed yep and that's that's my offer to you you know for um because i think i think your your book is great man it really is send it to altino shade podcast at gmail.com and they need to put what in the subject a bayo have his a bayo gift of noesis and a bayo is a b e y o yes okay all right and that's in the first three people who write us and we'll announce you on our next show, okay? Okay. The first three people that write us, you're getting a free book from us, well, from me, from Abayo, and uh, you also get a free session from me as well, but I'm going to get each of you a book well, for sh- no I reason. I to write y'all right now. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right I need all up. the help I can get. That's what's up. All right, Al. So are you ready for some Who Am I? We are. Who Am all I? Right. Yeah, right Other than the girls, them girl, them shagas. All right, so this and I'm also the champion. Oh, I ain't champion. It's tied one one, right, D? Yes, sir. Yes, All sir. Right. All right, it is tied officially one one. So be two one. Whoever wins this is gonna be the current winner. All right, I actually think this one is relatively easy. Okay, mm, you said that last time. Well, it was easy last that. time though. So it we'll was see. easy last time. Thank you. All right, so this dude was born in '77. His mother is an actress and singer. His dad is a famous actor. Jaden Smith. No. Oh, 77. He himself um, is a 
singer. He's done some acting. Keep going, Al. What are you laughing about? No, you think you know. I think, I think I know. Hold up. I think he I know. He is 41, born in L.A. Was he the guy married to Lisa Bonet or Saint Lisa Bonet? Lenny Kravitz. Lenny Kravitz. No. Okay. Uh, I do okay. Love me some okay. Lenny yes. Kravitz. Uh, Lenny Kravitz is the official like black boy that acted white, but yeah. still black women he, like he him. He's just cool. He is simply cool like, to me. Like who doesn't like Lenny Kravitz? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seventy-seven, okay. California. His father is a very famous actor, very and he is a actor. very famous singer. His first. Robin Thicke. Yes. Oh. Yes, sir. Let's go. Yes. Let's go. I was gonna say good that one, Jay. His... I was close to this. That was a good one. Good one. Two one. Who's the who the mother? I was gonna name? say his wife, his ex wife was a famous actress, but good job. Yeah. Did his father pass away? Um I think his father yeah, passed he, away. Yeah, he passed away. Yeah. All right, so you guys know that blurred lines was mm, stolen. Mm-hmm. I did see. I did hear that. Um and so the lawsuit against both Pharrell and Robin Some Thicke. last week, didn't it? Yes. Yeah. And it, and it, and the George the judge ordering them both to pay five million dollars to Marvin Gaye's family. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I thought it was already subtle a while ago. That's weird. Deja vu. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I feel like five billion isn't enough. That song. That's a lot. Why is not enough? Five million. Because that song was like a number one for a really long time. What's, what was the song again? Blurry lines. Blurry lines. Blurry lines. Yeah. Blurry Mm-hmm. Like that was the jam for a whole summer, so I feel like it grossed a lot more than that. But that's what they was ordered. Yes. Oh. You know what I like about Pharrell? He makes happy music. He does. He does. Hey. He does. This was a great song. But five million, I, I, would, I mean, I would love to have five million. But maybe that's what the family wanted to settle on. Maybe they were happy about it. But it was a great song though. But I'm yeah. not a big fan of Robin Thicke, and we talked about Robin Thicke a few times on this show about how he has. Quote unquote stolen black culture or or whatnot. So. He to me is the same thing as Pink, where, well, with the opposite that he stayed true to it. Like Pink, her first album, Can't Take Me Home, is still one of my jams. Yeah. But then she went full rock. Like she, she used black people to get in the door. A lot of them do switched. that though. Yeah. But Robin Thicke did it. He's, he's held true to being a soul singer, but his first album, like I, to this day, his first album was on John Legend status for me. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's just the whole album is amazing. All right. All right. Well, congratulations. Good one, Jay. That's right. Jay. Good one. Who Jay. won, T? Who won? So we're going to yeah. next. Yeah. What are we going to next? All right, guys. If you got <laughs> this before them, too. let us know on our Facebook page. <laughs> it's called it All me. Tea No Shade. Not get it before me. <sighs> I can't deal with him. You know, I can't deal with you when you win. I'm the best. I know. He, you he, are he literally so the most. All I do is win, win, win. Y'all right. have to be here for phase 10. <laughs> Uh, I can't play with him. All right. You, uh, Jay, let's, let's start listener shout-out. All right. So listener shout-out this week goes out to Leonard Lentz Jr. He, I think Leonard is in uh, Texas. I want to say Houston, Texas. Um, Leonard interacted on our Facebook page, All Chino Shade, and he responded in episode, or regarding episode 41, which was social media is, your, is yours real or fake. And he said, my social media is real, but it isn't all inclusive. Mm-hmm. By nature, I'm a very private person, but I don't have much time to kick it with friends. So I post, but not everything that happens in my life. Majority of my personal life isn't on there. There are things I will share, but nothing very specific. Okay. Can I give a listener shout out? Yeah, to you? of course. I want to shout out my bestie, Rena Ross. Yeah, I did see Rena do some comments in as well. She did a huge comment and it was good, but it was her birthday yesterday. So happy birthday, happy birthday, Rena. Love birthday you, love you, love you. Love you, you. Girl. 
All right, guys, let's go um and move on to Sip of the Day. No, that sounds familiar. I don't want that to sounds do that. About sounds familiar. We are doing that sounds familiar. <laughs> you see how I try to do that every week? Today? Every week, for three weeks in a row. I ain't going to forget it, though. Let's just skip it. All right, that sounds forget. familiar. I'm with Here L we go. today. I really don't want to do that. No, nah, oh, well. I know. Oh, well. Keep winning. All right, sippers. Uh-uh. Oh, I won last week. Winning. Thank you very much. I think so, it's two zip. It's two, two to zip. zip. Two I need zip. you to get on the board, TJ. All right, sippers. So y'all know the deal, you man. Tell me you don't like it. That's why you like it. Yeah. I'm roll. competitive. I can't help it. So, you hang. You sippers, y'all know what the I deal is. You don't know. You can find these songs on all Tino Shade Spotify playlists. Your goal is to try to get and guess the song or the artist before L or TJ. And don't be changing these rules midway through. It's always been the rules. You cannot just guess a feature. The feature is not their song. I know, but sometimes okay. you be like, you can't guess the artist. Well, I say that because I know the song is really easy. I don't care. So, Pick all right. So, this first song came out in 1995. Oh, Damn. 1995. No, you can't guess yet. That's all I know from 95. Aaliyah. No. Usher. R. Kelly. SWV. No. It's Total. Envoke. Do you know who it is? 112. No. Shannon no. Jackson. What's the girl name? He's just throwing out names. I hate this. No, I know. I, man, I get so freezed up on this. Zipper. This is a pop. This is, she this is really pop. I know this. She had two songs. Freaky. Anina. Anita Howard. Is that? It's close. Adina. You got the Howard right. Adina Howard. There you go. Adina, Adina Howard. Adina, yeah. Adina Howard. This was a great song. In me. Yeah. I want a freak in the morning. Freak in the evening. That's what I'm trying to find. So, Adina's, uh, Adina's. Retract that statement. <laughs> Shay, can you please delete I that off? Yeah. No, no, don't delete that. Adina's second song that's still popular today. Um, T-shirt and my panties. Oh, Remember yeah. that song? Mm-hmm. So she only had two songs that did really good. T-shirt and my panties on that one. Yep, T-shirt and my panties on. She was an old school hoe back when yeah. they wasn't hoeing like that. She would be fine today. So Adina actually admitted that she made no money off of the song Freak Like Me and T-shirt and my panties. So that tells you how ruthless the mm-hmm. music industry is. Well, exactly. when I look at TLC, the fact that TLC had to go bankrupt when they were literally the biggest girl group of mm-hmm. all time at that point is like, it's ridiculous. But when they broke down their contract, it is insane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So, um, this next song came out in 2003. Usher? Is there no. Come Genuine. Mm. Right, so dance Any that more shit. room for me <laughs> in those jeans? My jeans don't got no room. I know, right? <laughs> you know how long it takes me to put them on? <laughs> <laughs> Sad thing is, most people's jeans these days gonna be too tight to get in those. Y'all, you okay? Listen, this is how you know if you are dating a chubby chick, if she lets you watch her put her jeans on, y'all have gotten to a new place. <laughs> mm, I know. I, I've never seen that. I want to watch that. It's probably be a it nice turn on. It is hilarious. So what city is Genuine from? Is it not St. Louis? Is he from Texas? No. What'd you say? St. Louis? No. Okay. It's a north. It's a north, north, northern state. New York. The Chocolate City, DC. Oh. DC. He's from DC. He's from DC. Yeah, he's from DC. I'm home. That's what's up. All right. So it's two zip. Oh, I thought L was gonna get that one. All right, L. I gotta give you something that you're gonna get because if you don't get this. 
you're going to be out of it. So let me give you this song. This song came out in 2003. Sean Paul. He's a feature. I remember this. I don't you don't know this song? Damn, this was the shit, man. Hey, come on, Sip Richard. Y'all know this song. Why are you jamming teacher like you know this? Oh, He's about to come in right now. It's a girl. I'll give you that hint. I know. Um, Kind of a one-hit wonder. She is. I know. Oh, man. For me. Yeah. L face is so confused right I now. I forgot who this is, man. TJ doesn't know it either. Sipper, did you know who it is? Let me know. All right. It almost sounds like Blue Cantrell, but it's, <gasps> it is. There you go. Blue Cantrell. Wow. <laughs> right but, when I stopped it. But you didn't say it. I did. No, she never said it. You, you was about to say Sipper. But was I, it over? I didn't finish it, though. I was about to I said Sipper. I guess it, and she said, it sounds like Blue Cantrell. Y'all cheating. Don't be a hater. Y'all straight up cheating. Don't be a hater. You still got the lead, though. You still got the lead. Nah, man. She's going to come back because I know you're going to play some 2010 shit. I'm like, I don't know who the hell that is. Look at you getting salty. That's too funny. All right. That's crazy that I recognized her from her voice. She had that song, Hit Him Up Style. Yeah. yeah, That that I loved. That was her other song she had. That's Mm. funny. She was like, it almost sounds like uh, Blue Cantrell. So you got to be confident in who who you say. All right, this next song came out in 1993. I don't cheat. I don't need to cheat. Mm-hmm. 1993. Oh, here we go. Jackson. Usher, SUV. Total. No. That's a BB. No. It's one of Puffy Girls. His groups. Up one. No. No. Jermaine Dupree. He's in it. He produced them. He found them. Found girl. Black. No. What's that names? Hmm. Remember, all you need to know is the name of the, or the artist. Oh, I hate this. No, no, no. Wow. Oh, escape. Yeah, you go. Oh, that's it. Why am I struggling? I don't know. That is clearly candy. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, all right. Y'all were struggling on that one. Man, I just... Uh, Y'all were struggling. Okay, we're tied now, see? 2-2. Two, two. See? 2-2. Two, two. Wow, this mm. is the deal. This is the that, winner. That, that, um, winner, winner, chicken dinner. Who is going to get this final song? If she wins, she get a chicken box. And- I've never heard that song, by the way, though. What? You never, yes, you just you kicking never heard it? that? That was just kicking that it? That was just yeah. kicking it. Oh, it didn't sound like it. All right, so final Too song. Too much pressure, y'all. Sippers, where are y'all? The song came out in 2011. 2011. Drake? No. Mm-mm. Usher? Come on, T. You know this one. No. All right, yes. I hate this. Mariah Carey? No. Jane Jackson? Mm-mm. Cody Braxton? T better guess some songs, man. No. This is definitely a Beyonce. I knew that. Omarion? I can't believe y'all know this song right now. Omarion? No. Sipper, can I hear this? Chris Brown? Yes. Chris Brown. Chris motherfucking Brown. Wow. Wow. 
What is the name of Chris Brown's daughter's name? Royalty. Yes, royalty. Oh. T, you almost had it, brother. You almost had it. You okay. are so this is, this, close. Is, this is why. I, honestly, I'll be honest. I freeze the, I freeze up on this right here because I'm like, it's right there. I ain't playing this no more. <laughs> Next week, I'm not playing it. <laughs> Trust me. I, I'm look. It's done. I'm done. Can't be done. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> you you said you cheated you today. You let L come back. You said she you was like, gonna pick your blue, own game. Blue can't trail. You knew she was late. No, uh, uh-uh. uh, uh, too funny. You can't be a hater all your life, TJ. Wow. I will. I will never hate on you like that. Lies you won. You know. I, yes. Yeah. Struggle. She struggled. I, that was a you hard won. one. She struggled. No, it was. They, they were. He has. He has some good ones. Now, I definitely knew Lies these, but I just deception. freeze up. All right. They you you freeze ones. up a lot, don't you? <laughs> uh, <laughs> you need to work on that. Well, we're on the radio. Maybe okay. you could be his life coach on his freezing up game. On the freezing mm. up game. Mm. Wow. Mm. What's next? All right. <laughs> we gonna, we ain't gonna talk about that. That's All right. Let's go ahead and get into the sip of the day. The sip of the day. I think it's going to be a great sip. I think it's a great topic. Let's get a shot going, though. I feel like we've been too Gucci. You want to do a shot? Let's. Get a shot. Let's, let's get a shot. Let's, what you got right. for us? What you got for us? I've got some. What is this? This good. the it's honey not, whiskey that you put me on? No, um, the Jack Daniels honey whiskey. Yes. yes. Ah. All right. So cheers, cheers guys. everybody. Out to you guys Salute. out there and sip, sip, sip. Time for this final sip. I mean main sip. Mm. Funky, Take it back. Funky. Take it back now, y'all. Woo. One hop this time. But it's so smooth though. Clap, clap, that went right through her. He's working on her already. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. Let's get this. All right. Today we are talking about communication in relationships, the do's, the don'ts, the ins, and the outs. So, Man, this is going to be a little touchy subject for me. I feel like we finna fight. That's why I need, we needed to take a shot first. No, I don't think so. I just, I just think yeah. communication is a huge, huge problem, especially in today's culture. I agree. I think it's so funny because we have so many ways and avenues to communicate now, and I feel like it's given us too many choices. Yeah, I think it's too many choices, but I also think that people have lost the ability to actually express themselves I agree. effectively, right? It's one thing to just express yourself, communicate in an angry way or a frustrated way. I feel like all we do is text now. Mm-hmm. Yes. Everything is text, text, text. Mm-hmm. And I only date women, so I can only speak from the man's perspective, but most of the women that I've dated, excuse me, last couple of years, have always wanted to have serious conversations through text message. Yes. And it's so frustrating to me. I think that you have, I, I can only speak for a woman as well, but this is something that I used to do and it's something that I've learned in my last relationship to grow out of. But I think for a lot of people, especially if you're a thinker, that text or written communication period is easier because yeah. you can get all of your thoughts down mm. in a succinct way in the manner in which you want it to come across. Um, and I think it's harder when you're sitting there talking to someone one-on-one because now there's an extra level of vulnerability, right? Because I think that's the key right that there. That is the key, right? So I've learned in, like learned now that you know you need to have that level of vulnerability. You need to sit in front of that person and talk to them. But it is it's hard because texting, I just feel like I for a living, that's all I do is write. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I'm good with writing. <laughs> I, and I'm very, I communicate, communicate yeah. better writing. I'm better at explaining myself through words. Well, I think, like, I get it. Like, I am a writer, mm-hmm. right? Like, I enjoy yes. writing. Like, I blog. But it's not appropriate. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, or not inappropriate. It not, just depends on who you're. It, with. it depends on who you're with, and it depends on what the nature of the conversation is about, right? Like, if you're having a, a disagreement about whatever it may be, whether mm-hmm. it's an intimate relationship or a friendship with your family or whatever, I personally don't think that you should have an hour conversation through a text message right. about that topic mm-hmm. when you can just either and then you have to be in person. Just pick up the phone and call, and that's call because there's a huge difference in being able to hear someone's tone and how they feel versus just texting. I think people feel stronger behind the text or behind the phone, behind the computer Mm -hmm. to be able to say whatever they want. But when you're in person, you can read that person's body language. You know, people are afraid to to show emotion in front of people. They think, well, I might cry or I might get frustrated or I might be ridiculed or it's like a defense mechanism. Isn't it weird in terms of intimacy how we can be sexually intimate with someone but not emotionally intimate because you you would think that like at some level especially for a woman you're letting someone enter your body um but even if i don't know if you believe it or not but soul ties are real connecting with people you're sharing Mm -hmm. i think through sex you do share energy with that person i would agree with you do share energy and so it's interesting that we're willing to share energy and be vulnerable with our spirit but we're not willing to be vulnerable with our emotions yeah i mean and i i don't like I don't and I haven't always been a, a great communicator so mm-hmm. I have a question for you guys uh-huh. when you when it comes to communication what is your we'll talk about positives later but what is the thing you know you do wrong when it comes to communication I think the thing that I struggle with the most that I that I've learned the last few years is to is to meet people where they are in their communication right and so I don't I assume that everyone will be able to pick up the phone and Mm. talk to me and Mm -hmm. say how they feel, but everyone's not like that. And so I've had to learn how to dial it back a little bit and say, okay, this is where this person is. They are more comfortable texting or, or whatnot instead of calling or asking to see me in person. So I've had to learn how to just dial that back some, but at the same time express myself, say, look, I understand that you're better in this version of communication, but here's where I'm better at, and I need you to kind of meet me somewhere in the meet middle. Meet me halfway. Mm-hmm. Can you meet me halfway? Black Eyed right Peas. The- okay. I'm okay, telling you. Okay, that Mr. Y'all don't, y'all don't want to do me. Okay, next guys. week, can I bring a couple songs to try you out? How about we do next? How about next week? Both of you put together <gasps> six or yes. eight songs. Yes. Oh, I'm and, so ready. And see if I can guess the songs that y'all are going to play. All right, T, what are you, what's your your issue that you know of with communication? It's it's kind of hard to say about having an issue with communication uh, on my behalf. And I'm not perfect at all, but doing what I do with my clients, I have to become, a, I became a better communicator. Mm-hmm. One of the hardest things I think for a lot of people in communication really is, are you trying to understand what the other person is saying or are you trying to agree with it? And once we can establish that, because sometimes somebody can be communicating with you and the first thing is, no, I don't agree with that. And you're not really understanding what that person is saying. Right. You're already in that mode of trying to dispute what they're saying because you don't agree with it. Communication is just is, is basically and also with. Well, let me, let me change it. I'm, no, I'm wait. sorry. Let no, me, don't change it. OK. Can you tell me what you do wrong? That's what I'm saying. Go to say, let me go to that. I'll say that. Right OK. Here. What I what I tend to do wrong, if anything, when it comes to communication. Is not answer the question. <laughs> sorry. Mm. Go ahead. Mm. <laughs> Okay, touche, touche, touche. What I tend to do wrong, if anything, when it comes to communication is become a little bit frustrated at times with the other person when we're communicating 
when they're not fully getting what I'm trying to explain to them. And I have to sometimes go over two or three or four times to that person in different kind of ways. You're like an impatient communicator? No, not impatient at all. It's just trying to get them, trying to find the right way for them to understand. Yeah, but that's not telling me what you do wrong. I just, no, so that's what I do wrong. I have to sit here and so try you, to... So you don't think you've ever been a so bad communicator? So that means you don't communicate effectively if you're trying to explain to them, th- like, multiple times. No, if this is a but thing that's, that's happens. That's not really No, 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 I like that, I like that. That's part of communication. When you realize that the first way you, you communicate to that person, they didn't get it, mm. then you have to find other kind of ways to their understanding. Right, but that's yeah. a strength. That's not a weakness. So what do you do wrong with that? No, he said he gets frustrated. He said he gets frustrated... With how they don't respond. See, or I'm getting get frustrated it. now because you're not listening. <laughs> <laughs> I, am, I am listening. So to he you. said he gets frustrated. I initially said, yeah. You're, and that's what I did. Sometimes I get a little bit frustrated, but I, I hold that frustration in. Because but that's not an issue with communication if you're managing it. You ask no, me, if you, I think if you are frustrated and you can, and then you, and you, Re, you, you can react that, to it. You yeah. can react to, to me, it. To me, I would look at that as a strength. The fact okay. that you can be frustrated in a conversation and mm-hmm. reserve that, mm-hmm. be able to look over that, communicate over that, mm-hmm. and speak effectively still. To me, I wouldn't categorize that well, as a weakness. I would categorize that as an amazing strength. Well, thank you, but you know, sometimes I do fall short. So okay. there's, there's time. No, again, we no way near perfect. And there's times whereas if I explain oh, it, I make it perfect. Can we put this on? It's on air. It's on that tape. It's on air, Jay. <laughs> I would glad to anyone. I'm not perfect at all. I'm telling you personally, I'm not perfect. Oh, okay. what do you, what are you, what, what is your weakness in uh, communication? I actually. Not responding to text message. Oh, sorry. Mm, mm, My bad. Mm. We just call. You know, we're going to call this show all tea, all shade. No, I'm just joking. Go ahead. Um, but yeah, no, I actually don't communicate. It's very hilarious because my actual job is literally based in communication. Mm-hmm. But I think that might be part of the fault is like I have to be... I have to be a vehicle of communication all day. Mm-hmm. I have to communicate effectively all day for work. And so it's funny to me because I have the opposite issue with uh, my personal life. And so I have a, I'm very chill. Like I'm one of those people where I'm just like, I, I don't see the point of us getting really upset about something. Like even if it bothers me, I'm willing to just let it go, which is dangerous because then it can create this like bat, like this, um, you, you can harbor a bunch of emotions and then spaz out over the smallest thing mm-hmm. but for me I can be upset and not tell you I'm, I'm upset so that is a part of me where I just don't communicate like mm-hmm. I literally like if I am in trauma or if I am in um, a bad place in my life or if me and you are fighting in terms of like a relationship and it, it seems to be more so like rom- romantic relationships mm-hmm. Uh, I just won't communicate. I just shut down. And that's and that's frustrating from the perspective of someone who is actively be engaging with someone you care about, right? Like you see that they're struggling with something. Yeah. And all you want to do is help them express themselves to get it off of their mind, get it out of their soul. Mm-hmm. But they refuse to take that chance because I do think it's a, a vulnerability thing. It's like a trust thing. Like I have to trust you. That when I say what I'm about to say to you, you're not gonna ridicule me. Mm-hmm. Right. You're not gonna. It's not gonna create an argument. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna create an uncomfortable situation. Mm-hmm. But I think that if we create spaces for us to communicate safely in, then we shouldn't have an issue with that. It's like I'm. I'm gonna say this, and I'm gonna respect you, and let's figure out a way to to get past it. 
A big part is that a lot of people don't understand communication. They think they are effective communicators, but they're not. Man, let me tell you, I see so many women profiles who say, I just want somebody who's a good communicator. I'm a good communicator. Yes. No, you're not. But they, again, they're not good communicators. They think they are because they express and understand in their way. But they understand everybody don't see it or expect it. I'm, I'm sorry, or express it in the way that they need it. This, uh, one of the books that I suggest to my clients is The Five Love Languages. Yes. It helps I people to understand uh, communication amongst relationships. Quickly, what's everybody's five love language? Like, what's your top two? For me, my top two is um, words, not words, um, affirmation. Qu- quality time okay. mm-hmm. and physical touch. Those are my two types. Mine's words of affirmation, mainly. Really? Yes. Words oh, interesting. I wouldn't have pegged you. What'd you have pegged me have been? I am. Um, you didn't answer the question. Physical touch. We're communicating. I know. I'm choosing not to communicate. Oh, I like that. Yeah, <laughs> so you, you haven't read, read the five oh, love languages. Conti- I'm sorry, then, but yeah. continue, dear TJ. Yeah, no, but th- that's a good book that's for good book, to y'all. read individually as well as for Look relationships. At you, Mr. Life Coach, you recommending the shit, okay? <laughs> y'all, you need to go to a bayo. But I had to say also, Noesis, I'm not just doing because he's my buddy and everything, but also that's a good book because you learn a lot more about stuff yourself. all the time where I be like, you know, y'all all heard Tony call him pastor. <laughs> like, Jay be saying stuff all the time just randomly, and I'm like, that is a word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, that is a word. The cool thing about the five love languages is that, or maybe it's not the cool thing, the difficult thing is mm-hmm. we often communicate in our love language to people that we think that we're dating or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's not necessarily it's what not they true. need, right? And so it's so funny that I've dated women who all need words of affirmation, and I hate I hate it. Mm-hmm. It makes me so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. A, a lot of times. <laughs> but I actually, my I... The, the misconception is that the way you receive love is how you give love. I actually give love differently than I receive love. So I receive love through physical touch and quality time, but I tend to actually be someone who gives lots of words of affirmations mm-hmm. and quality mm-hmm. time. So you kind of like just do the opposite a little bit then. I still do quality time, but words of affirmations are is big for me to give the other person because mm-hmm. I see, I understand the importance of it. Mm-hmm. But I hate it on mm-hmm. the other end. Like mm-mm. you don't want those for yourself. No. Why not? It just makes me uncomfortable. So you're not accepting? No, it just I don't I don't like praise in general, no matter what avenue of my life that I'm in. I just like to just I don't want to be the I don't want attention. So praise mm-hmm. requires attention. I want to just be chilling in the background. But if it's between you and your mate, those words should be uh, gladly accepted and welcome. Like I appreciate them, mm-hmm. but they make me uncomfortable. Yeah, I don't. I, I like. Don't, I yeah. like it. Like, oh, it's sweet. It's nice to know. But does it make you feel any more loved? But um, I would, I would. It would make me uncomfortable. I would appreciate it because I get that it's sincere. But it would make me uncomfortable. And I, I like that because this is part of communication. We also see and see parts of ourselves mm-hmm. where we lack at, or that we could be improving. We right. Could, we could improve in. And with you saying that, realizing that those words that person give to you are words they feel about you. They mm-hmm. were to uh, 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 not really saying to pick you up, but to help you see and see how they feel about you, to appreciate you. Right. Be accepting of those words. You know, you say that you are, but instead of maybe feeling a little bit uncomfortable, feel that this person really see a lot in me yeah. to share those words with me because these words are what they feel, see, what they're getting from me as well. Right. It's really a compliment to you. Do y'all yeah. think y'all are good communicators? Now, maybe not in the past, but right like right now in this moment, are you a good communicator? I think and it why? depends on which um, hat 
I'm wearing. So if at work or if I am your friend or if I'm That's your sister. That's strictly personal life, not work-related. Um, but yeah, still, if I'm your friend, if I'm dating you, I think I have different levels of communication. Yes, but I'm also still getting better at it. And going back to what I said earlier about me and communication, that's what I'm referring to mainly my personal life because it becomes uh, problematic sometimes when you have a friend you're communicating with and they pretty much know you and you know them and you're communicating. It becomes frustrating sometimes when they kind of like not getting the full understanding of what you're communicating to them. Give me an example of what makes y'all a good communicator. What, what have you done to, that shows that you're a good communicator? I'll, I'll start this off. Patience. Wait, you didn't respond to that I'm one, sorry. though. Yep, that you didn't question. respond to well, that. I, what about I think you? I'm an amazing communicator. And I, have, I wasn't always like that. But like, I'm not, again, toot toot. I'm not tooting my own horn. But I do an amazing job at communicating because I think the biggest thing that you should always do is see see it from that perspective. Mm-hmm. It's like, look, here's where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Well, tell me your your perspective, where you're coming exactly. from. And so, I mean, I'll give you examples as, as to why. Like, in one of my relationships, I, I, I identified that my ex was not great at verbalizing mm-hmm. how she felt. Right? She was better. She's one of the people better with words. Mm-hmm. And so, what I did and for, uh, for Christmas, a little side gift, I bought a journal, a book of journals, and we, what I saw, I, she opened it up, and I said, so this is what we're going to do. Each day or each week, we're going to exchange this journal. I want you to write down everything that you feel about this situation, about our relationship, whatever your day is, whatever you're struggling with, and when I see you, I'm going to take it home, I'm going to read it, I'm going to internalize it, and I'm going to respond to a journal entry to you, and then we can, when we get together, we can discuss this, right? right? So that's like meeting in the halfway. You get to re- you write, write down how you feel, mm-hmm. see how I feel. And then when we get together, we can talk about it in person. So that's one example of what I did to help be a, 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 to be a better communicator. So are we talking about relationships or just anything? Like, okay. I mean, you can do that with your personal lives too. Yeah. I mean, like your your, your siblings or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, TJ. I'm not trying to play footsies with you. I'm not playing. I mean, you, like you said, your way of communication is touch. <laughs> and I'm enjoying your touch. <laughs> I hate you. No, before y'all get the wrong impression, she, her, she's moving her feet underneath the table and she keeps touching me, but... She got cute toes, so hey. <laughs> I can't with you. Oh, what about you, TJ? Patience. <laughs> I'm trying to be all serious, but actually, I like this because normally I'm doing a little bit too serious. So it was breaking me down to become even more relaxed inside here. So I'm enjoying this. Patience, because a lot of times, again, and finding the best way of getting the message across to the person for them to understand, because they may understand in my perspective the way that I'm trying to present it to them, but when I keep doing it maybe two or three different kind of ways they'll finally get the message that I'm getting across to them. I mean, I didn't say necessarily that I was a good communicator. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. You didn't. Right? Um, I think I'm an honest communicator. Um, So I'm going to be authentic. I'm going to be real. I'm Mm going to say what I feel. However, the time in which I do that might vary. So I think my biggest problem with communication is I do shut down sometimes. So it's not that I won't respond. I just have to take a minute to internalize it myself, and then I'll respond to something. Um, so here's my thing with that, though. If someone shuts down, right? Mm-hmm. Let's right. say you shut down, mm-hmm. and the other person gets frustrated, and now they they see you shut down, and, you and then push, they shut and down, and you push them away, mm-hmm. and they shut down. Now, who's going to be the bigger person and say, "All right, I need to I need to communicate to get us out of the situation"? Whose responsibility is it? I think if I'm the one who shut down first, it's my responsibility. I I have no problem that after I shut down, I take my moment to reach back out and be like, hey, 
I needed that moment. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I, or I'm, I'll say at this point, I'm 32. So at this point, I'm very aware of my shortcomings. And mm-hmm. so I can discuss them with my partner and explain, like, listen, I, because I'm from, I, and it's funny because I want to talk about this, about how your living situation, how you grew up, impacts your communication style, right? Mm-hmm. So I grew up in Brooklyn, in New York, in the hood. Um, and so I used to be known as Mrs. Pop-Off, <laughs> right? I would mm-hmm. pop off, cuss people out at any given moment. Like, don't cross me. I'm going in. Yeah. And so now, because I, that's just not who I want to be, I want to elevate, I've, I've grown, I have gone the opposite way because mm. I am conscious of the fact that, like, I can say something that I don't mean, but just to hurt the person, I end up not saying anything, mm. which I get can be very frustrating. So to me, the problem is finding a balance between yeah. the two. I mean, yeah, I mean, I think so many different ways to to communicate. I think we're focusing in right now on the ver- the verbal verbalization of it. But OK, so. How do you guys feel like your upbringing has influenced your date, your communication? Because what I will say is once I understand, like if I'm dating someone and I see their family dynamic mm-hmm. or I like learn about their how they grew up, the way they communicate makes so much more sense. Mm-hmm. So, oh, yeah, I see you're saying. do mm-hmm. you feel like so for my family, I'm from a Trinidadian family. I, I won't lie. My parents have, are a big, like, I love you people. Like, there's, they, I'm never uncomfortable telling somebody I love them. Um, and they're, but they're big huggers. Mm. Like, I was cuddled up to my mom and my dad for way too long in my life. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, way past, I'm sure, w- was appropriate. But, like, that's just how my family is. We are huggers. We are, like, holding hands. I hold my, hand, my mom's hand in the mall. Like, we are just very physically affectionate with mm-hmm. each other which I now realize is how I tend to share my, like, show gotcha, my love, yeah. you know? And so I can see, like, this is how, why I am the way I am based on my family. Same thing with me either popping off and shutting down. Like, mm-hmm. my mom is a popper offer, my dad's a shutter downer. Mm. So I can see the way I communicate through my family and through the way I was raised. Can you? Uh, yeah, my parents, well, my family wasn't Ooh, really big communicators. Baltimore, my parents. <laughs> my parents. They weren't really big communicators. But when I was in college and I took a sociology course and a communication arts course, it taught me how to realize the difference in all of that and see, and see how to be a better communicator. So that really helped me a whole lot. It was a basic course in that, but it did a whole lot for me to change mm. my communication. And then when I took a lot of leadership courses, those also helped me with communication. You know, but really go back to the question you asked, Jay, about who's the bigger per- who should be the bigger person. Oh. The person who realizes what's going on should be the bigger person. Ooh, because I other, like that. TJ. Other, yeah, because thank you. The other person may not realize what they're doing. They're mm-hmm. shutting down. But if you realize this is what's going on, then you take that step. Remember, you're in a relationship. The two of you are trying to get past these things you're going through in your life. So how do you get past it? Either you let your pride and your ego keep you down because if, well, from communicating better or you put it all to the side because it's the person who you're trying to establish something with and go ahead and be the bigger person and try to make things right between the two. Yeah, I don't know if I agree with that, though. I think I agree to to a certain extent. I agree. But I also think that if the person who is always identifying that this is the issue going on, Mm -hmm. 
that gets tiresome. Right? That, that person doesn't want to always be the person that's okay. It does. Let me go and reach out again right. and try to make sure we get past the situation. At some point, that person's going to be like, damn, like, do I got to do this every time? Mm-hmm. You but know maybe what I mean? that's just your role, though. And you, you know what? And it could Possible. be. It could be. Everybody get your role <laughs> on. Hey. Sorry, I had that in my head. But with, and I had a case like this, I'm not lying, uh, a couple years ago for certain clients. And he felt that he was always doing that. But I did. I asked him, "Are you making her helping her helping her to pay attention to what's going on?" And he wasn't doing that. Mm-hmm. He just kept doing that without her really realizing what she was doing. So when he started letting her know, "Look, babe, this is what's going on. I want yeah. you to pay attention to this." It really helped their relationship out because now, not only does he see it, but she also see what she's doing, you know. And it really helped the relationship out. So sometimes it does. Communication is not just directly about the subject yeah. is also in other kind of ways to help the I think relationship. That's a, I think that's a big part you said. You said that she, he helped her see it and she saw it. I think it takes two people, right? You have exactly. to be able to communicate. You have to be able to say, okay, I want to do better at this. He, he's right or she's right that I'm not doing good. Mm-hmm. Do you, can someone's body language, commu- can someone's body language ooh, communicate ooh. how someone is actually feeling even ooh. if they aren't saying anything? I think so. Ooh. I mean, especially men. Men be like, I'm a, I can only I only date men, so I guess I'm speaking <laughs> speaking from what I know. But like I can, they'll be cursing you out, but they be looking like I just want a hug. I just want to be mm, over this. Yeah. Like you can tell Ooh. that their feelings are hurt and that they're what they're saying isn't how they're like that they're re- reacting from a hurt place. And yeah. So mm-hmm. they might be saying some grimy stuff or screaming at you, but you can tell like they just want some love. Exactly. It, no, it, it fully can. Because that's also our body language. All that is ways of communication. Yeah. So if I'm talking to, let's say I have a girlfriend, I'm talking to my girlfriend, and her body language is showing me that she's not really paying attention, a lot of times people tend to shut down. And they'll say, mm-hmm. you know what? Forget it. I ain't going no further and everything. Yeah. That's not proper communication. Okay? Because you're responding to what that well, I'm sorry, you're, a lot of times you're reacting to what that person is doing. Their body language is causing you to shut down. If you sit here and work past and say and tell them the problem, also look, dear. A lot of times when we're talking, you do this. When you do this, it causes me to shut down. Let's both of us be more uh, mindful of this. Work past this so that when I am talking to you, I get the impression or get the feeling or also I really know that you are paying attention. And it goes both ways, not just for men, but for women as well. Because like you said, men do the same way. Their body language will tell you a lot. It's all improper communication. A lot of people don't want to communicate what they feel, but yet they want to communicate what they feel. Yeah, I definitely think body language is a huge way you can tell how someone's communicating or feeling. Um, You know, you look for signs like someone has crossed arms all the time. Mm-hmm. When they're talking, so they're in a defense. Oh, they're anemic. This defense uh, mechanism, uh, mechanism or mm-hmm. stance. And so, one thing that I always see when people are talking is that they avoid eye contact. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, baby. Like I don't. It's like no. So what I always say, I say, look, look at me. Right. Yeah. I need you to look right. at me right now. And mo- a lot of people don't want to do that because again, it comes back to vulnerability. Mm-hmm. It's like, look, I want to, I want to hear you, but I also mm-hmm. want to see you. Right. So whatever you need to say, don't look away. Mm-hmm. Look at me. Right. And so and because a lot of times. You can see how someone really feel yes. in their eyes mm-hmm. and in their facial expressions. Agreed. And so body language is definitely a thing that I think we can we can tell how someone feels. I mean, that's pretty much what I like. Latin dance is literally 
based off of body language. You can mm. dance for hours and never say a word to the person that you're dancing with, but you're communicating the entire time. It's all mm. through your body. And so body language can be a very effective tool it to can. communicate the way you feel. Um, I mean, think about it. When, like dating, even with dating, when you go to a club, you go out and you meet some woman and everything, or when you meet a man, their body language a lot of times tell you if they're going to be responsive, well, resp you know, respond if to you in a certain kind of yeah. right. So if I look at a young lady and she look at me and she smile, okay, already body language. Mm -hmm. You know, if she put an arch in her back, I'm like, mm, yeah, a lot of body language. <laughs> 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 it tells you certain. Let me stop. I can't win. Somebody take him. <laughs> no, but look, I had actually, if y'all mind me, I have Never. five points I want to share with us for effective communication. Okay, okay yes. Sure. The first one I want and to I have say. four points of ineffective communication, so okay. it works out. Perfect. So Y'all tag team each other. Girl, we on this. We love this. We, um, jerk. If you want to chime in on this, please in the interview. Uh, the first one is listen to and address. <laughs> what is? What's funny? Did I miss something? Yeah, she said something. Don't worry. What did you say? Yeah. <laughs> what did you say? Nothing. I just love Al. Really. First one is listen to and address the issue and respond to the issue discussed first and not divert it. People do that a lot of time. Listen to the issue you're talking about. Respond to that issue and not divert it by saying it like a lot of people do. Well, you do the same thing. Well, you do this. You're not addressing the issue. Mm -hmm. If either partner brings an issue to you, deal with that issue first and then discuss the that's other part. That's a great part. point. Yeah. Yeah, because people Ooh, always that's say, good. Yeah, but people always say thank you. They always say, well, you do this and you do that. Well, no, you do this all the time. Stop. We're not addressing the issue. Yeah. Okay, and nothing gets resolved. The second one is try to be more understanding even if you don't agree. Okay. I agree on that. And that's one. a really real way of respecting that person as well. Respecting what they're bringing across to you, where they're trying to let you know what they're feeling. Okay. And listen to that. If you don't agree with it, you don't have to, you don't need you don't need to agree with it. Understand it and then just deal understand with where that. they're coming from. Exactly. Be empathetic. The third one you mentioned earlier, Jay. Don't assume. Yeah. That's one of the biggest problems in relationships. People assume that you they you know what they're talking about. People oftentimes say and say, "Well, um, well, I, I told you this, and you knew this." No, you didn't. He didn't know this unless you fully told that person. Yeah. In details or so. The fourth one is look at yourself and your way of communication and see if it is effective for the receiver. Ooh, child. And again, these simple things. If you want these guys, please email me. I'm glad to send them to you. And the last one is control the situation. Mm. That meaning this right here, when you see the other person is not really responding or they're shutting down or so, that's your time to take control of it. That's your time to say, you know what, hold up, let's do this. Or am, are you understanding what I'm saying to you? And mm. you find other ways. Control it so you can have better communication. Five simple tips. Those are some good tips. And I, I definitely can't, I can't argue against those at all. And so opposite the opposite side of that is i have four characteristics of ineffective communication okay um so one is you using that you language like you just said so ineffective communication is often characterized mm -hmm. by the use of certain types of mm -hmm. you language such as you are you should you need to you have to you bet you be better and you people mm -hmm. so statements like that be better yeah mm -hmm. It's like, you know, you, you always do this. Yes. You know what I mean? And so the second one of ineffective communication is universal statements. Can I, can I go back to one something real mm -hmm. quick? Go back to the point you said in the first one, the you and also the I. Well, I don't feel this way or yeah. I this, I that. Both of those takes away, negate good, effective communication. Yeah. And so the second one is universal statements. So universal statements are expressions that generalize a person's character or behavior in a negative way. 
So the most common types are like universal statements involving the words always, never, again, and so. Yep. Like you here we go again. You're always yes. doing this, or you never, you never change the thing. You mm-hmm. never change the trash. You never communicate or whatever. So ineffective thing. So third one is tough on the person and soft on the issue. Meaning, for example, you are so stupid. Mm-hmm. That's ineffective. Mm-hmm. Effective is like you're a smart person, and what you did this morning was not very smart. Mm-hmm. So instead of being tough on the person, be good on be good on the mm-hmm. person, but tough on the issue. So you can come and say, this is the, what I'm really focused on. It's the issue. Mm-hmm. It's not you. And the last one is uh, invalidating people's feelings, mm-hmm. right? So someone says how they feel and you say your concerns are meaningless to me or mm-hmm. your complaints are totally unfounded or you're blowing things way out of proportion, mm-hmm. right? So you're not, they express themselves and you basically discount those feelings, mm-hmm. right? And so those are four ineffective ways good of communicating. Ones. Definitely good ones. Before we uh, wrap this up, I want to ask you fellas a question. What is a gem that you can leave a sipper? So what's a gem that you realized or understood about communication that you wish you knew, you know, prior to whenever you learned it? So a gem that I know that I I learned the hard way is after you have a conversation Mm -hmm. with the person about the issue, don't assume that they said everything that they need to say. Mm -hmm. Follow up. So follow up a few weeks later, a week later. Just to make sure, because you'd be surprised how many people are passive aggressive and they hold some, some information in. And then two weeks later, three weeks later, you find that they're still angry right. or they're still bothered. That's so good. I had to learn how to go back and say, okay, I know we talked about it, but baby, I just want, or sister, mother, father, are we good? Yeah. What we talked about, are we, are we good? Like, let's talk about it and make sure. So just to follow up. That's mm-hmm. a good gem. What about Real you, good TJ? One. Um, my, I would say, say right off the bat is being direct. And your communication with that person's type of communication. Mm-hmm. Because then they understand the details of what you're really, really saying. To not go back to assume certain things. Because everybody's communication is different. Okay, but with that person you're talking, like, oh, when you and I talk, I know how to communicate. I'm learning how to communicate with you directly in your way mm-hmm. to make sure that you understand exactly what it is that I'm saying in your way. Right. So that you can get the, I get the whole point across. And you're kind of simple and easy. No, and that's a, that's yeah, a complimentary no. way. She's she, Elder so laid back and chill that it's easy to communicate with her. Yeah. I'm lying. So let's go. So <laughs> rude. Sure so that. rude. <laughs> so my gem is kind of like a little piggyback off of TJ's is that <clears throat> get on my back. Everyone. Just because you communicate one particular way, you think that you're effective communicating mm-hmm. doesn't mean that you actually were effective, exactly. right? And so true. a lot Good of point. the times when we're like, oh, I told this person exactly what it was and what was going on. They should have known. We think, we assume, I think, that we communicate effectively in situations, mm-hmm. right? But really, a lot of times we don't. And so I would say check back on what you said, what you did and try to be as unbiased as you can, and it's hard, but try to take, remove yourself from the situation. Did you really explain where you were coming from? Did you do it in a effective manner? It's like, ask yourself, really grill yourself if you really were effective in your communication, because you can't ask someone to do better than you were willing to do for yourself, right? And that's what you're asking them to do, is check their communication. So one more thing I'm gonna say, because I learned this as well, and it sounds silly, mm-hmm. but, if you're having a conversation, whether it's in person or whatnot, take notes. Mm-hmm. Take because a lot of people, when people are hurt or they're bothered, whatever they say is how they really feel. Mm-hmm. And so you want to, if you want to make sure you address certain topics, just say, okay, she said this and he said this. You just take notes. You don't even have to talk about it right then and there. 
especially if it's over the, if it's over the phone, mm-hmm. just take notes about what's being said. Mm-hmm. And then when you get off the phone, you you talk right. about them in yourself and you say, and when you get back together, say, baby, these are some of the things you said that really hit home for me. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure I understand them completely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great point. Can yeah, I add so. one more point? I love this. Yes. I mean, this is really a good show. I love this because it helps all of us out. Listen, don't just hear the person. Because a lot of times we hear what they say, but not really listen to what they're saying. Okay? Like earlier today, I did a little test inside here with Elle. And I, I we never were, listened to TJ. <laughs> see? And that's why she was called out on it. But it was a little small, little funny joke thing inside of here. And I just told her that, you know, you're always not, in, not welcome to my house for Christmas dinner. Okay? She didn't get the not part. She just said, oh, thank you. But she didn't get the mm, whole message. So we don't always listen to what the person is saying. We just hear what we, sometimes what we think they're saying. So that's to be very cognitive in that. Listen, don't just hear. Yes. And I think I can wrap it up with my last gem, which is um, remember the end goal, right? So you can, you can and you will um, get into arguments with anyone and everyone in your life. I mean, we get into arguments with ourselves. How Mm -hmm. many times do we disappoint ourselves or we're angry with ourselves for doing something silly? So it's only right that we will also get into arguments with people in our lives. Mm -hmm. But remember, like, that the goal is is to to come away from that situation in a better place, mm-hmm. right? So don't lose your friend all for some stupid, yes. you know, fight or an yeah. argument, right? Like try to remind yourself, like the end goal is that we leave this situation the same or in a better spot than we were before. Mm-hmm. So if you keep that in mind while you're arguing with someone, you're less likely to say things that you will regret. All right. Good point. Good, good main sip today. Mm. Okay. See, that shot just set us off, Mm, y'all. That's right. All right. Let's go ahead and get into our what's wrong with them. What's wrong wrong with With them? them. TJ's going to handle what's wrong with them this week. Yes. Well, I have a song for you. Okay, first. Okay. I like a little song. Mm, All I'm going to say is this way. Baby, it's cold outside. Okay. What's wrong with people? What's wrong with them? Have you heard about that song? Baby, it's cold outside song. Mm-hmm. So baby's cold outside. Yeah. Everybody is now sitting in uproar with music stations for playing the Christmas song "Baby It's Cold Outside." What? Why? Have you heard? What's no. wrong with people? No, sir. They say it enforces rape or something like that. Yes. Yes. Yeah, Wait, crazy. baby, it's well, let me read the lyrics. Yeah, listen Hold to on. the word. She she's trying to leave, but he's really trying to coax her into staying. I really can't stay. Baby, it's cold outside. Mm. Oh, it could be yes. rapey. No, it's not. No. Wait. We have to, <laughs> that's not rapey. <laughs> Wait. No, it no, might no. be a little. Ra- no, let's, let's talk about this real quick. For those who don't know what song TJ is talking about. You got a little clip for me? Play a little clip. Mm. Keep talking, T. So with that, I'll put the words that come on in because I like this. But baby, it's cold outside. Oh, my God. She's totally trying to leave and he's not letting her. Outside. It is rapey. I've determined. Okay, no. okay hold up. Hold up. So I, I like that we're talking about. We have to understand that was a different time when that was acceptable. No. That, no, no. Yes, yes, it was acceptable because that's why they made the song. At the same time, ladies, be honest. How many times, I mean, how often have you wanted to leave but you've been with a man that keep you, to keep you there? I, have I you stayed there? I, no, I got to go. Come on, girl. No, come on, baby. Come on. Just, look, just stay for a little bit. Yeah. All right, you like that. So for them to call this song creepy, but yet uh, maybe those not—I gotta watch what I say, so I'm not gonna say that. 
it's not creepy exactly. It's just a song where the guy wanted her to say he's basically begging her to yes, say. Yes, and baby, don't That's leave. All like I really on, want stay your company. It's not saying he went anything sexually. It's yeah. saying I just don't want you to leave. I agree. Like I think that I know in my perspective as, as growing up or you know as a, as a, in my manhood mm-hmm. my, you know my lady was over girls over and she was like oh it's getting late I better should, I should go I'm like come on baby don't, don't go stay, mm-hmm. stay right. over stay tonight you know what I mean I, and I see I, I see that's the same thing as what this guy is saying and that's all uh, he's no, doing no I think you guys need to read the li- I'm the only one reading the lyrics right now I read it I didn't read the lyrics the lyrics are creepy she literally goes like the answer is no mm-hmm. and she's like I don't want to and he goes are you gonna hurt my pride Okay. Mm. What's the point of her? It's creep. It's a creep. <laughs> I mean, I've never listened to the lyrics before, mm-hmm. but because it's always been one of those songs yeah. that have been playing. But you also have to take into consideration just because something's a tradition or something's been was acceptable at one point. I agree with that too. Doesn't mean that it's acceptable now. This song, like if you read the lyrics, she's this. Okay, you know why okay. people are triggered by this because just the same way that everybody has been in a situation where you have been asking a girl to stay and Mm -hmm. she kind of likes it and she Mm -hmm. wants to stay, but she's trying to play demure. Everybody's had that situation, but every girl's also had the opposite situation. I agree. I agree. Where you're trying desperately right. to leave right. and like they're not letting you. They're I, not letting you. I, I understand. So I agree. I'm gonna bring. I'm gonna ask this right here. So if this song they find offensive, look at a lot of music that's out here today. That's way worse than what they're saying inside of there. Focus on the issue. No, I am talking on the issue because we already talked about that. So it's, if you don't want to <laughs> accept this right here, okay? So we already just talked about that. So me and Jay agree that it's not to us, but at the same time, we're not women. Yeah. So if a woman feels offended by this, should they still take it off the air? I would just... I think the air, the whole thing about public air is that it is based on the population, the majority. So if the majority of the people who are listening find it offensive or don't want to listen to it, then the radio stations are going to respond yeah. accordingly. Good point. They don't want to and a lot of people have called in and wrote and tell them, play the song. I would just say this. I don't want to get too detailed because I'm going on time. But I think we are living in, it seems to be a very easily offended um yes um, uh, time frame yes because i saw a report of the day about rudolph the red news reindeer people uh, were saying that rudolph, yes. they don't want to talk about it because it, it promotes being bullied i'm like what are you talking about you know what i mean yes. so i just feel like we're going to lose all the traditional stuff that we have but to l's point i do agree that just because it's part of history does not mean it was a good thing and, and i respect like that slavery and I agree is too. part of history yeah. <laughs> glad we got rid of that yeah. still going on though but that's my thing what's wrong with people play the song in my opinion, I say play the song. Play the song and listen to the lyrics and let us know on our Facebook page, Altino Shade, um, how you guys weigh in on the situation. You can also add us and share our pages on Instagram. We're called Altino Shade Podcast. Uh, and if you just want to go ahead and set, write us an email or send us a rant, you can do so at altinoshadepodcast at gmail.com or at 646-481-2368. That's 646-481-2368. All right, let's go ahead and get into our toast to wisdom. Mm. Mr. Pimp Tyrone. Pimp daddy licious. Okay. Velvet Jones. <laughs> Velvet Jones. I keep trying to be serious on the show, but these guys got me lighting it up inside. I'm a little drunk this morning already. From that, one little <laughs> that one little shot. Girl, I'm like a little nice over here. <laughs> it's cold outside. <laughs> I really can't I really can't do a shot. Baby, it's cold. I am not, nowhere near bothered by that. Baby, All right, y'all. Cold, I'm trying to get, here's some wisdom for everyone up here. 
Uh, basically, today I just want to share with people, be the type of person who does it, not just to get it done, but to get it done for better results. Okay. okay. And let me explain that. I remember a time when I was in the firehouse and uh, I was a rookie and I had to sweep the floors in it every day. And I really didn't like sweeping those floors. So I was really sweeping, but just really sweeping and blowing the stuff all around. I have a little small pile of dirt and stuff, but there was still a lot of stuff that I blew around because I really wasn't sweeping properly. I'm not going to really say done right because to me it was done right. And one of the guys, he brought me to the side. He said, TJ, he said, um, I see you're sweeping. He said, but instead of sweeping and throwing dirt everywhere, why not sweep? Okay. And get most of the dirt up instead of blowing to other areas. So that may sound a little bit funny to some people, but I was a little, I was young, a little cocky, but like, man, I got this, you know, but actually it made sense. A lot of times we do things. We don't always do things, and I don't want to use the word right because the way we may to do, the way we may do it may be right for us. Yeah. But we can oftentimes do things better. Okay. So with that, you know, don't just do it just to do get en- do enough to get the job done. Do it to get. I'm sorry. Do it to get the job done in a better way than what it was before. And it really you'll start seeing a lot of difference in the things in your household, personally, professionally, and also in your relationship by doing things in a better, different kind of way to get it done better. I got an old football saying that my coach taught me a long time ago. It goes to that. Do it right, you do it light. You do it wrong, you do it long. Hey, there you go. Okay. So There you go. That's a good thing. way. Good way. All right. Toast to wisdom. What we got next, Al? I had such an inappropriate joke off of that, but I'm going to move on. Oh, What's mm. your ish? What's your What's ish? Your What's, your ish? What's your ish? ish? So my ish this week is the Bikery Cafe in St. Petersburg, Florida. So... The bikery or the bakery? The bikery. So it's like the bakery, mm-hmm. but the bakery. So it's a bike shop. What is it? Bikery. <laughs> the bakery. <laughs> or they say in Tampa, the bakery. So, um, so you, some of you know that I, I do. I enjoy cycling and getting my bike on when I whenever I can. And so, but I also like finding quaint little spots where I can do some writing, doing some do some just self self meditating, some self reflection. So I love coffee shops. And so this coffee shop in St. Pete's located at 2222 First Ave's South St. Petersburg, Florida. And um, if you go in there, it, you see bikes everywhere and bike accessories for cyclists. And But they have their own little coffee shop also in there. And they got food in there. They got nice. coffee in there. They have mm-hmm. beer in there. And so it's a dope little spot. Um, and so if you're ever in St. Pete, definitely go check it out. It's, um, it's cool. It's kind of a little retro. And everyone's super nice. And so I, I'm a bit of big on customer service. Mm-hmm. And every time I go in there, I'm the only black guy in there every time. But not right. yesterday. Not yesterday because TJ came <laughs> through. So there were two black dudes in there. But the Bikery, uh, B-I-K-E-R-Y Cafe in St. Peter's Florida. Okay. And that's my issue. Here is TJ. Mm. Since I like to eat healthy, I have been I miss fried chicken. I miss some good. So I'm getting me an air fryer for Christmas. Hey. I've been talking about this air fryer for I'm like three for, weeks. Man, I need some good fried chicken. So I heard they're pretty good. So I, That was my, what's my ish like a month ago? Air fryers? Oh yeah, because she said she had I, one. I yeah, have one right there. Yeah, yeah. How, how do you like it? Is it make good oh my fried god, chicken? I love it. I'm gonna oh. make you some wings. Child, mm. they are delicious. I need something meaty. I need some thighs, some breast. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, yeah, my ish for this week can give me a uh, air fryer. You had the wings from the air no, fryer. No, I didn't. Oh, you didn't stay. Is no, I didn't them? stay. Mm-hmm. But that's my ish. Well, when uh, you have when you buy an air fryer, you make some wings. I'm gonna have some of your wings. I'm gonna have some <laughs> so, of your wings because oh, I need them. Oh, you're gonna like my wings, man. I, I don't I'm cook. a good cook. What's your ish, L? What's your ish, L? My ish is okay. Take, I'm doing it. <laughs> Let's do okay. it. Y'all know I'm a little bit of a hippie. <laughs> All, right, All right, I'm waiting for this one. So my ish is saging your place. Mm. Oh, okay. so yes. I think you know 
I like to do it at least every season, but I do it as I like as I feel it. Your place can get heavy. You can introduce people and situations, and you can bring trauma in um, that you've experienced. And so you want to make sure that you are resetting the energy in your mm-hmm, space. Mm-hmm. And the way to do that is to burn sage around your, you know, around your apartment or your home, whatever the case is, to reset the energy. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I think it's really important. I think a lot of people don't do it, especially like when I move into any place before yeah. I put any furniture in, I'm saging it out because mm. who the hell knows? You never know. Yeah. Like what kind of energy that person had. Um, and so, I mean, I, not everybody believes in energy and mm-hmm. the energy like yeah. stays, but I mean, you have looked at a person before and been scared and not realized why you were scared. Yeah. Like they didn't look necessarily scary, but there was something about them that alarmed you. Vibe, yeah. You know, everybody's been in that situation where you've looked at someone and your intuition told you like, stay the hell away. Mm-hmm. That's all energy. Like you reading their energy. And I feel like those things stay. So make mm-hmm. sure you are saging your spot. So I saged out my house and it instantly just felt so much lighter. Oh, yeah. And I also felt like a lot of people or situations that I was holding mm. on to, it was immediately it was I was able to let it go. Like a cleanse. Yeah. Yeah. I, um I've never saged my place anywhere. Oh my but I always have I even though I'm not a a religious person, I have always done some kind of blessing or yeah. christening, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. when I move into a new place. Yes. And so just because I have for all my life I've been affected by spirits and spiritual energy and mm-hmm. so sometimes some places you just gotta cleanse it out there's so. some bad juju going around i don't know how to say so maybe you have to show me how to do a sage when i buy my place in a few months i got you all right guys let's go ahead and get into our final sip all right i want to go last on the final sip all so right. y'all can go if y'all have something do you have no, a final sip first. i don't have a final sip i don't have one either this all week. right so i sent y'all a link mm-hmm. in the I facebook messenger time, yeah. open it up pull up the page god why i gotta do work so, sippers, I want y'all to join in on this. So, we Christmas is only a week away, and well, a week and a half away, about eight, nine days. And so, oh, no. we are going to sing the 12 days of Christmas. Oh, no. When? Right now. I am not a singer. No, I'm not either. <laughs> so, that's why it's going to be funny. So, what we're going to do, we're going to rotate each one. So, every three, so I'll do the first day of Christmas, you do the second day of Christmas, you do the third day of Christmas, then I'll do the fourth, and then the 12th one. We're going to do it together. It's going to be hilarious. I didn't sign up Why? for this, man. We're going to do know, it. Let's do it's it. It's really let's do bad. It. We're going to do it. I'm a little nice sing. this morning. I'm feeling a little bit. Can I get another sing. shot? I can't sing. Another <laughs> shot? You need nope. another shot to do this? No. I some really courage? can't sing. I can't, none of us can. Okay. Let's, Which let's is gonna do be it. Hilarious. Let's do it. Let's That's do it. we're going to do it. So, Sippers. I'm going to start it off. All right. Who's Sippers? We're going to go left. I'm so, I apologize in advance, y'all. I'm doing this against my And so on. So on. Sippers, y'all join in on us. Laugh with us. Sing with us. Let's get into the holiday spirit. Are y'all ready? All right. Are we doing the black version or like? I only know one version. version. I'm just gonna sing the way I know. Anyway, it. do it your version. Do it your version. I like no, that. you go first. He's going first, but do it your. You version. know what I mean by black version? We gonna about to go. Oh no, I ain't doing all, all right. that. All right, it. so here we go. On the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me a partridge and a pear tree. <laughs> no music. I got some music with it. Nope, no I music. Know. On the second day of Christmas, my true love gave to me Fet. two turtle doves and a partridge <laughs> and a pear tree. <clears throat> <laughs> On the third day of Christmas, my true love sent to me. Three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. On the fourth day of Christmas, my true love sent to me 
four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge and a pear tree. On the fifth day of Christmas, <laughs> my like true love said to me, five golden rings. Jesus, take them. Four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. Oh, yeah. <laughs> On the sixth day of Christmas, my true love sent to me. <sighs> Come on. I'm tired already. Come on. <laughs> Six geese a laying, five, oh, five golden rings. Go ahead, mm. Four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. On the seventh day of Christmas, my true love sent to me. Seven swans are swimming, six geese are laying, five golden Ooh. rings. That note, though. Four calling birds, three French and two turtle doves, and a partridge and a pear tree. On the ninth day of Christmas, nope. my true love sent to me. Eighth. See? That's what I was counting. That's what I said. <laughs> On the eighth day of Christmas, my true love sent to me. Eight maids of milk and seven swans are swimming. Six geese are laying and five of golden rings. Yeah. Four calling birds. Three French hens, hey, y'all. Wow. two turtle doves, and, and that partridge in a pear tree. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> On the ninth day of Christmas, my true love sent to me. That voice. Amazing. I know. So beautiful. Uh, go ahead, Sade. Nine ladies dancing, eight maids are milking, seven swans are swimming, six geese are laying. Five golden <laughs> rings, four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. <laughs> On the tenth day of Christmas, my true love sent to me. Ten lords are leaping, nine ladies dancing, eight maids are milking, seven swans are swimming, six geese are laying. Five golden rings. So bad. <laughs> Four so bad. calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. Oh, On the eleventh oh day of gosh. Christmas, my true love sent to me. Eleven <laughs> pipers piping, ten laws are leaping, nine ladies dancing, eight maids are milking, seven swans are swimming, six geese are laying. Five golden rings. You gotta see the theatrics happening right now, y'all. Four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, (laughs) and a partridge in a pear tree. All right, all together. All right. On the 12th day of Christmas, Christmas, my two sent to me. Twelve drummers drumming, eleven pipers piping, ten lords are leaping, nine ladies dancing, eight maids are milking, seven swans are swimming, six geese are laying, five golden rings, four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree, and a partridge in a pear tree. Holla! Go ahead, call this sip session done. All tea, no shade. All tea, no shade.